welcome to Dating in the City. We're your hosts, the Conti sisters, matchmakers, and co-founders at our personal matchmaking firm, Matchmakers in the City. Dubbed by millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger as her favorite sisters in Hollywood and one of the matchmakers behind MTV's Are You the One, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly seven years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey guys, and welcome to episode two, season two of Dating in the City. This is Alessandra Conti. And this is Christina Conti Pineda. And we're the Conti sisters, and we are so excited to be back, and we can't wait to talk about love and relationships today, as always. Um, And also just like a quick super sorry that it's been a month since our last podcast. Right. We, we think it will be more realistic to do these monthly. <laughs> monthly. We'll do them you know, as, we just as much as possible. Because yeah. we, are, we are traveling a lot and it's we just, have extremely busy schedules. But we love doing the podcast and we exactly. love chatting with you guys and we love hearing all of your thoughts and all of your you know emails to us. So keep mm-hmm. them coming. But we will definitely try to do it as much as possible. I'm hoping we do it more than once monthly, um, even though Christina is kind of putting the kibosh. Alessandra's more of the idealist. I am. I'm, I'm, and I'm the, the one who's like travel. I'm the one who was in Italy and then New York City. And so, but anyway, um, so we have so much to talk about today. Um, we want to begin with the Celebrity Matchmakers Relationship Report. So obviously it's been a while. What's up, Christina? I was just about to do dun dun dun. Oh yeah, dun dun dun. <laughs> it's been a while. Where's that from? Some kind of 90s. Oh, some kind of Britney Spears song. Okay, okay. Okay, we're doing it. It's so good. Um, But anyway, so we're doing the Celebrity Matchmakers Relationship Report. So, first up, Ben Affleck and his girlfriend. Um, So this is like after his Jennifer Gardner split, which I think was like a year ago. Um, This girl, her name is Lindsay Shookus. Um, She was a SNL producer, so she was kind of behind the scenes, 38, very age appropriate. Um, They just broke up. Um, like a couple weeks ago, and he was spotted with a 22-year-old Playboy model, um, naturally, um, at Nobu in Malibu. How funny is that? At Nobu. Just checking off all the stereotypes. So you guys One wait. After the other. Just even before I get into was like, she a yoga was she also a yoga instructor? Oh my god, that was so funny. I was doing a meeting yesterday, and the guy was like, "Oh, you know, I dated a girl who was a yoga instructor and a model." And I said, "A yoga instructor and a model? How? Sh- I'm in shock." Where would you find this and there's creature? And nothing. Against, we're not no, saying anything no, against it's just it. It's so but stereotypical. It's just very LA. LA. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so he was spotted with this 22-year-old. So Ben is 46, and Shauna, this Playboy model, is 22. So I just wanted to talk about like thoughts on older men with a woman literally less than half his age. Like 22 plus 22 equals 44. So he is double her age. Like he could easily be Daddy Affleck. What do we think about this? I know it's it's also interesting because we were talking about last week about the why is SNL? I guess SNL is 
they all, they know all the celebrities because oh, Ariana Grande's yeah wait what's his name Pete, Pete? I don't Whatever. know what I don't even is. know his last name but all these SNL people yeah <laughs> infiltrating the A-lister crowd <laughs> yeah yeah um I guess we can't judge obviously and Ben is in charge of his life yeah but just what we see from yeah. When you get early 20s young women, a lot of them aren't ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. And that just shows me probably where he's at. Maybe he's not really looking for something serious mm-hmm. because a lot of t- young 20-year-olds are just experiencing living in a new city. Mm-hmm. Clearly, she she fell for Playboy and got into that industry. You almost fell for Playboy. Well, they <laughs> recruit at they clubs. Recruit. Yeah, so what and happens is, one guys, of our yeah, tell insider, the story. insider information. <laughs> that night at the club. <laughs> oh my gosh. So back in the day, Christine used to be In the Hollywood quite, Club. In the Hollywood Club. What club was it? Argyle? Yes. It was no, at, no, I don't no, no, remember. no. I don't no, remember. it wasn't Argyle. It was some other like really like hot, popular club back in the day. And we were with our girl, one of our girls friends Yasmin and so at the clubs they have a playboy table or they used to like three years ago um or how long four years ago maybe maybe even five I mean it's been a while it's been a while it's been a long time um so basically this um this woman came up to Christina and Yasmin um our one of our girlfriends who's getting married congrats Yasmin we're so so excited excited. about it we just had her save the date um she used to work for us actually and we were like really good friends with her so they recruit at clubs so they go up to these young pretty girls so they went up to Christina and Yasmin and they said hey I work for Playboy if you want a drink like they kind of lure you in Um, and then Yasmin I think went (laughs) to the audition. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, no, I don't know if she went. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. No, I don't know. We might have to edit that out. (laughs) We're throwing her under the bus. No, no, no. But listen, I listen. You know, out of all of the ones, I mean, there are tasteful ways. Like Playboy has done some tasteful (laughs) Tasteful things. Like to degrade yourself. No, I mean, there's. Oh God. Oh Lord, I, I'm just digging myself in a hole. But anyway, it, well, it's interesting though to know the behind the scenes. No, of course, I would have never known that that flat- happened. It's very flattering. It's very flattering. Very flattering. I, thought, I just it, I yeah, you thought about it under the sec. bus, but yeah, I just you 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 get you You're get like, oh. someone coming up to you complimenting. Yeah. That's a huge compliment. Yes. It's a very huge compliment. But that definitely yeah. happens. Happens. And so, so I'm not judging her either, either, but it is yeah. definitely a choice. And, and it is, It. I love what you said because it is very much, it's like, we're not judging anyone, but it does show where you're at in your life. So obviously right. he's on the rebound. I mean, he's, and he's doing it in the most Hollywood way possible, like <laughs> Nobu Malibu, which by the way, is the most overrated place in the world. I am so passionate about my dislike for Nobu. I know. Yeah. A- and but, oh, sorry. Keep sorry. Going. No, go for it. No, 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 please. No, my dislike for Malibu, it's just uh, for Nobu, it's just literally because I went to a birthday party once and <laughs> they. say too much. Why? They might be listening. Oh, I'm sorry, Nobu. <laughs> sorry, guys. But, like, no, I went to a birthday party once and I left Nobu so hungry. <laughs> like, I came hungry and I left hungry and there's a McDonald's right across the street because literally you pay, like, and I don't mind. Like, I am I cheap, Christina? 
No. Am I not cheap? At am all. I? I'm literally the I least. I wish you were more. Sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not cheap at all. I am the least cheap person you will ever meet, especially when it comes to food, especially when it comes to restaurants. I'm happy to pay. I am happy to pay for ambiance. I'm happy to pay for food. Right, right. But I expect if I pay thirty-seven dollars for a for a meal, like for not even a meal, for for like three little pieces, those would better be jam packed with protein, and I better be full. But there's a McDonald's right across the street from Nobu, and I'm telling you, it is one of the most beautiful McDonald's that I've ever seen in my entire life. Because that was a strategic move. Strategic. Seriously, I feel like Nobu owns Very. that McDonald's. The manager owns that McDonald's. He Very has smart to. Business move. He has to. I mean, anyway, so... No, I know, but... Yeah. And I feel like that night, just that night when we were at the club, I think with Jesse yeah. McCartney was there. Oh my god, Jesse was there. That's oh my god, the, Jesse McCartney was there. And I think it was Argyle. I, I don't know if Argyle was. Beautiful I don't soul. Yeah, but whatever it is. Oh, that happens. There. It does and happen. I think Jesse McCartney looked at me, so I just want to throw it out there that like he we definitely made eye contact. <laughs> I just want to put this in people. I loved him. Situated oh. in people's minds so they know yeah. what's going on yeah. in the in the scene. You need to know. Right. It's and an need to know. I basis. think that it, it is, you're just going to have a lot of the if men come in and, and talk to us about that. You're going to have less in common with someone at yeah. that age. They're usually in the party mindset. And then Absolutely. a lot of, I mean, even Bruno Mars had a song about party girls yeah. and how young wild girls. Young wild girls. Yeah. And they could be great to to date to have fun with if you really want to go that path yeah but there it's not sustainable it's going yeah. to leave you broken hearted and hopefully yeah it's just it's a slippery slope yeah I agree I mean I definitely think that like 21 22 I mean we remember what our mindsets were then right. we definitely were not ready to be married or ready for anything serious so I guess if you are really you know if that's what you're looking for right but, but especially also, I think, I in a know. playboy scene no, and, I, and I know but also I feel like 46 like that is like that is like on the brink like you're almost like reading AARP okay like you are almost <laughs> in that age bracket. No. Like, I feel like that's... That is not older. No, it's not that old, but, but like... To be dating a To be dating a 22-year-old. Like, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. But in his defense, he yeah. must be bombarded yeah, yeah, with by women, women and Even all ages. A, oh, all ages want to date him. He it's, doesn't excite me. He used to, I I used know, to love I ben know Affleck. all center, but it's kind of like their dream. They see him in the movies. Yeah, it's like course. the Tom Cruise complex. Oh, God. Is he still... Well, for yeah, Katie Holmes, for Katie, I'm sure yeah, Katie, he was yeah. someone who she saw in movies, yeah. this, uh, this star, yeah, this it's larger-than-life and, and I'm, I'm assuming he's an attractive guy. Because oh, yeah. no, I'm not it's, saying that 40-year-old men are not attractive. They are very attractive. But I would honestly say, like, if a 40-something-year-old guy does want to date in the 20s, at least date a little later 20s. <laughs> like, after 25, right, Christina? We've seen after 25, right. women start to kind of shift their mindset. So even if you do want to just have fun but maybe have the potential of something more, I would say, like, if I was advising right. Ben, I'd be like, listen, Ben, and you like that? That's fine, but like, at least look for like 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 30. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So I don't want to judge him. Like, I'm not judging any bachelors that we're working with that enjoy. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, who am I insulting now? Oh god, having a, <laughs> just, having clients just, and like she's 
she's I'm like she has a machete it. and she's just going I'm down all. Seriously, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, we I don't think we're working. whatever. Anyway. Okay, so we're going to we're going to go on to the next um on to the next little hot topic. So, um so, okay. As you guys know, I am this is Alessandra speaking. I am one of the Ali Alessandra. I I'm one of the matchmakers for Are You the One? And my role has kind of, um, my role is basically finished for season seven and season eight, but it's beautiful because I get to now watch like my little children, you know, try to find who each other's matches are right. on Are You the One? Right. Um, which is on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. on MTV. You guys have to watch it. It is so good. This season, like, oh my gosh, it's so Amazing! You've been watching. It's, I have been watching, wow. and I. So I was in Italy, so I missed the premiere, mm-hmm. and I and I didn't even it didn't even like circulate that I missed the premiere. But now, now that I start, then I started watching. I'm like, oh my gosh, these children are so funny. Um, but anyway, so Are You the One is on. So I do have a hot topic, um, a, a relationship report about yeah, Are You the One, and, sure. and I wanted to talk to you about it. So Bria is one of the the girls um, that is on the show, mm-hmm. and. Um, she is she's something else. She's quite the spitfire. Um, and she also has like major emotional issues, like through as you can see in the in the show. Right. So Bria has an initial connection with Zach. Um, and she so Zach is this kind of um he's like let me guess, Playboy. <laughs> but like you would, you would look at him. He looks like the boy next door. Like really? he doesn't seem like he would be. Oh. But then you have he's this like kind of twinkle behind his eye, and he is like kind of this bad boy. Okay. But like he he looks like the boy next door, and he kind of has like not a dad bod, but like he said he has a dad bod. So I'm not like insulting huh. him. So he's not like I That's mean he's pretty attractive nowadays. Though yeah. a lot of women. <laughs> Yes. Well, liking the dad, dad bod. <laughs> like, not the perfect thing. But anyway, so Bria and Zach have this kind of initial connection, and his issue is that he loves drama in relationships, mm. and he loves dr- the dramatic. Right. So, of course, him and Bria immediately, like, gravitate towards each other, and she's this dramatic mm. person. Um, but anyway, so Bria really, like, like zeroes in on him and she gets a little obsessive my question Mm. is and she's like don't talk to any girls don't talk to other girls and like then he kisses another girl because that's the name of the game like you're you don't you know what I mean you don't get into relationships on the first night like maybe you have a connection but like the ultimate goal is for them to find their perfect match so it's like it doesn't make sense to be zeroing in so aggressively on one person you are supposed to get to know other people but anyway Mm. my question for you is can we trust our first initial instinct when you first meet someone is that instinct to be trusted what do you think about that did you have any thoughts on this or did you want I want you to answer it I want you to go first because okay yeah well you know the whole Malcolm Gladwell yes blink blink philosophy and why don't you explain it Okay, well, it is the philosophy that you, in the first, what is it? Like five seconds. Five seconds. Or ten seconds. You already, know is, you already know if this is a good person or not. Or mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not expressing it as fully as yeah. he goes into, of course. It's very much, but much about trusting first, your instincts. First, first impressions yeah. are really important. First, and first impressions are very important. But 
you can be wrong. Mm -hmm. And our intuition sometimes is off. It's important to listen to it, but time is the only tell of as the as the great Justin Bobby once said, <laughs> probably. truth and time tells all. Which, by the way, did you hear? What? Oh my god, breaking news. There's a Hills reboot. <laughs> they are doing a Hills reboot. And they announced it at the That's VMAs funny. like two nights ago. Oh, wow. Staring at the blank page before you. So the Hills was a big inspiration for me and Christina's move to LA. Like, if you're not aware, me when me and Christina first moved to LA, we lived in the apartment that the girls from the Hills lived in in the first season because we had never visited and we had never apartment shopped. And literally, I was yeah. watching the Hills and I said, okay, I love this life. Um, this is where the girls lived. This is where we're going to live. So we literally lived in the apartment. Um, complex that the ladies lived in. So we are big Hills lovers. Well, yeah. Well, I, we were, you I were used too. To. I used to, I don't watch yeah. anymore, obviously. No, I mean, it's, it's not on, but yeah. It's not on, I yeah. did really like it. We went to this, this series finale. Yes, and spe- so hi, uh, what's her name? Stephanie. So one of, I did a show in, in I did a show in London. I filmed a show with, um, the um, Ollie from Made in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not sure if you guys know, but like our listeners, this is totally the demographic for Made in Chelsea. Made in Chelsea is basically the hills of London, and it follows this group of friends in Chelsea, which is basically like a Hollywood Hills type place in London. Mm-hmm. So Ollie, um, Ollie Locke is one of my friends now, and um, we we met because we were doing um, we we were he's uh, uh, works with us matchmaking. And we filmed this pilot for a show called Royal Matchmaker, um, where I was basically, me and Ollie were matchmaking royalty and Christina as well. So it was amazing. And we basically, it was like right before the royal wedding. Really, really cool. Unfortunately, the network didn't pick it up. That was supposed to. Um, so that will forever not, I mean, who knows? You never, honestly, you never know what will get picked up. Um, but anyway, uh, like long story short Ollie is really good friends with Stephanie because Stephanie was on Made in Chelsea and Stephanie now like has this British accent because I watched like a oh. little piece of her episodes <laughs> and she's been living in London for a while and she has this like it's like this British it's this uh, you know when you live in London for like more than like you know a couple days like you kind of take the affectation but I heard her speak I think she was speaking in the actual thing for the Hills reboot and it didn't sound like she had an accent there so who knows like honestly the really big question is will Stephanie have an accent in the Hills like that's honestly the question that nobody's asking and I just I want people to ask that question. Will she have oh an accent in the hills? <laughs> but I anyway. Think we just, we're spinning off okay, from totally Justin Bobby. Off. But the yeah. whole lo- first first impressions, yes. love at first sight, first yeah. impressions, those sorts Thank of things that you back, were asking back. about. I was just yeah. reading, I just finished rereading Northanger Abbey, which oh. is a Jane Austen novel. Oh. And the, so well-rounded we are. <laughs> I highly recommend it for everyone. But one of the things, the takeaways from that book is that you can, so you know when everyone talks about getting energy from people or getting a vibe from Mm -hmm. person, Mm -hmm. that, so I'm not going to ruin the story, but she gets the vibe from this general Tony, that Mm. she just gets this really uncomfortable vibe from him. And Mm -hmm. you know when someone's in the room or or you're sitting at dinner or you have to be around them and they Mm. just 
it feels oppressive to yes. be around this person. I know many people like that. Yeah, and unfortunately, but that she talks so about many. that and she has in, she initially has a negative impression on him, but then she mm. thinks that she was wrong and she's shamed ashamed about having mm. that, mm-hmm. but then you see the end of the story and I'm not going to ruin anything, but I think it's important to pay attention to those things, but also to really give people chances and to not make snap judgments. Yeah. I love the quote, your gut is your guardian angel. Um, I think I saw it on Insta, Hmm. on someone's Instagram, but your gut is your guardian angel. (laughs) I'm like Adrian Maloof's Instagram, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This is where I'm getting like my wisdom. Um, but I love that quote though. Like your gut is your guardian angel. That said, this does not apply. Like, to be honest I mean I think that a lot of times yes definitely listen to your gut when it comes to love relationships all of that but you know a lust attraction exactly. hormones will mess with that so oh, yeah. it is important to realize that yeah like definitely trust your intuition trust your instincts but you know t- truth and time seriously tells all like just that was oh, just such a brilliant quote that will forever be like one of our favorites but it really does so I completely agree yes trust your instincts but know that hormones and attraction a lot of times cannot be trusted right exactly so that means be pay attention to your instincts yeah don't you know bet all all bets are off on them yeah exactly yeah completely agree oh love it we just have such come to such agreement Mm -hmm. um so now um just a little update on the Demi Lovato, the sad situation. Yeah, we talked about this on our last podcast. Yes, yeah. just because we obviously this has been massive news. She had an overdose, and like we had just talked about her going to Warwick with G Easy, this known you know drug, drug addict. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I don't know drug addict. Oh, oh my god, I don't want to like whatever. Liable. Well, known, but like yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I don't people know, know he does drugs. drugs. I don't know if he's a drug dealer. I, I don't Sorry. mean to say. That. I thought lawsuits. Seriously, someone never had a lawsuit in the business, but dating in the city, racking them up. Oh no, but he's known around town for just doing like everyone says that. So just just to show, give full, come full circle that. Your actions and who you hang out with definitely have consequences. Yeah, yeah. And bad influences or bad people just stay away. So pl- prayers pray for, for Demi. Her. Pray for Demi. Prayers for Demi. Like, she's mm-hmm. getting the help that she needs, and we're proud of her for getting the help that she needs. But anyway, final, final um, little celebrity relationship roundup. Joe Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, they're engaged, but no one believes it. Why? So, okay, Joe Jonas. I think he's going to Hollywood Philippines at the Hollywood Bowl or something like what? that really the soon. Performing? Or, or yeah, he's performing. No, I think he's performing somewhere because Dan yes. had said to me, you want to see Joe Jonas? <laughs> As a joke? <laughs> you know how Dan is sometimes. Yes, it's really funny. You don't know the line between yeah, yeah, jokes yeah. and serious. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite line to teeter. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no one believes it. So Priyanka, have you seen this? Do you know this couple at all? No. Where, who yeah. is she from? I'm not is she surprised. from she from She was on this like show. I think she's really big in India, but she went okay. she did the show, it got cancelled. Okay. So like everyone is kind of philosophized. They just don't look like I don't know, something's off. 
you mm. know, something is off. And, like, the public like does not want to believe it. Okay. That we just don't want to believe it. So, you know, I think that body language speaks volumes. And I think that especially with um, – I think I think the core of why the public is really not believing it is because of their body language when they're out in public mm-hmm. and they're photographed all the time. So, um, so yeah, it just seems a little. It seems fabricated. Like it seems like kind of an arranged. Publicity you know, stunt. we didn't we didn't arrange this. Um, but you know, there are you know a lot of celebrities do. Um, you know, as we've seen in the past. Um, they do have like arrangements to kind of boost each other's platforms. Right. So right. maybe her agent set something up with his agent, so they're kind of like literally matchmaking. I mean, I'm not alleging that that's the case, but it very well could be. And I think that the public mm-hmm. is really smart. And I do want to see though how far this will go. Obviously, I feel like if they get married, like then it's not you know, this is not a farce. Right. But it does just seem off. Like something, their body language seems off and the public is picking up on it. Hmm. So something to think about. You don't think it's just because no one wants Joe Jonas to get married. All the teeny boppers. I know. No, I don't like for cause, them because <laughs> I just I don't know. There's something off about their body language. Okay. Like it's something very staged, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and we have had experiences where we're obviously not going to name names, but um, you know, having lived here and doing what we do, we have seen this happen before, right. um, where it is you know someone will be dating a totally different person, but then to the public. They're in a relationship with this person who is in a new movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. So just know as someone who, as we know this stuff, like behind the scenes, this is very possible. So we're not right. rolling this out. Okay, moving on. Um, our next segment, Christina. Is boy bye. Boy bye. As sisters, we have our fair share of disagreements. Every day we date coach and or date consult men and women who don't know whether they should stay in a relationship or move on. In Boy Bye, we debate different hot relationship trigger topics. First scenario, a guy you go on a date with spends half the date bragging about his accomplishments. Boy Bye or strike one. Oh, this is so good. Do you want to talk about this? It's sure. come up really recently. This is actually very common for men mm-hmm. just as a go-to they, because they want to impress a woman on a date. So frequently they will list their accomplishments or name drop or whatever it is to make them feel, make them seem wanted and, and, and successful. I definitely don't think it's a boy buy, but I think it's a pay attention to mm-hmm. because you want a man who's confident within himself that that he doesn't constantly brag, but I think everyone's nervous on a first date, so you want to make sure you give people grace. I completely agree. I mean, we've gotten a little bit of feedback about this yeah. this for the past couple weeks, and um, just about like bachelors that were matchmaking and all of that, and. I completely agree. I mean, I think that you're super nervous on a first date, especially men, and they're like, okay, I'm I'm across from this beautiful, lovely woman. Exactly. I want to, like, you know, show her that I'm, you know, I want to kind of validate myself in a way. So I think that, you know, by also, as a woman, 
like just putting out the air of being like accepting and kind of if you see him talking about stuff uh, just bragging just kind of shit being like oh that's amazing so tell me more about your family so like shifting it to Mm. things that actually matter because he may see you on a date all done up heels hair done makeup done like and he may get an uh, he may think you're a certain type of girl and that this stuff would impress you so just by letting him know that you are super down to earth and that you your values are aligned with family values and all of these things um, and more about who he is and his character, I think that that's really important. So I would definitely not say boy bye. I think that this is so common. It is. Yeah, especially in, for great a successful guy in the city. Like, of course, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to want to, you know, if he thinks you're great, he's going to want to make himself seem great too. And a lot of guys just don't know about how to go about doing that without bragging. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And just to remember that they do get nervous and it's actually a good sign if he's bragging because it shows that he's in, that he actually cares about what you think. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Oh, so good. Next scenario. Oh, click back a little. Oh, sure. Yeah. Your boyfriend splits something with you on Venmo. <laughs> Boy, buy or strike one. Do you know what that is? Do you no. know, like he splits like something with you on Venmo. Splitting a bill. He like spits up. He like buys a bottle of wine and then splits it with you. Mm. What would you say? Uh, well, I guess it depends on what the night was supposed to be. If it was supposed to be the woman's treat or oh, I think it's boy buy. Give me a break. <laughs> You're splitting well, if, something on Venmo. I know, but Ugh. if the woman said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna treat you tonight," and then he says, "Oh no, I'll get it on Venmo," and then he just splits it. I don't know. I'll get it with me. you. I'll just, you can pay me back on Venmo. It leaves me with a sinking sensation. It's, that's just a weird Ugh. thing Ew. to do, though. Splitting it on Venmo just... <laughs> it's so weird. That's hilarious. It's like you have a lovely night, and then it's like you wake up, and oh. you're like, oh, my God, it was so great. Like, oh, this is so amazing. And you roll over, and it's like it's like $15 for a bottle of wine. <laughs> I just think it's so... Uh, this very... actually... I did a date coaching session, and this oh, is like gosh, a thing. That's because the woman is like deciding whether or not to stay with the guy that she's with, and yeah. he th- he did this, and I was like, okay, what are the dynamics of the relationship? Obviously, this goes way deeper, but I don't know, and I didn't tell her just say boy bye immediately. Like obviously, we talked about you know different elements of the relationship, but I think like as a rule of thumb, just guys, you know, yeah. just just don't split things on just Venmo. So, oh. Just like it's fifteen dollars, you know, right. is it worth your relationship? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, um, so let's. Let's go into Mansers, Christina. Um, why don't you? Yes, even though it. you may think that mostly women listen to our podcast, we actually have a ton of male listeners. We wanted to make sure that their voices were heard, so we are going to discuss a topic that men have brought to our attention this week. Here's a question from our network Hi, Christina. Thanks again. <laughs> Hi, Christina. <laughs> Talking to man voice. Thanks again for all the work that you do. I have a question that I ask sheepishly. Does your team have book recommendations on dating? I'm not so interested in the apps, but understand it could be part of the equation, dot, dot, dot. I'm I'm more looking for something on how to move from the first impression to a committed relationship. Essentially, how to play the partnering game in this century. Thank you. And this is from Reading for Love. This is a beautiful beautiful question. Yeah. Just shows the good intentions of a man. And ladies, Mm -hmm. if you're listening, there are men who Mm -hmm. actually want a relationship and who are serious and who are looking for a a woman like you. Mm -hmm. So just, there's hope. 
there's hope. Mm-hmm. Christina, what would you say to this? Yeah, so I would definitely recommend for a man who's, and I guess it sounds like you've already kind of met the woman. He's not having trouble with approaching mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and initial dates yeah. with the woman. It's more of taking it to that next level. Yes. To if that's that's how I understand the yeah, question. I agree. And in terms of books, we always like the age old. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, so Mars and people, Venus on a date. Yeah, Those when are some people good... work with us, they yeah. get a recommended reading list. Yes. So for men, what is the what are the books, Christina? Those are two. The ones men are that from Mars, women are from Venus, Venus and right. then Mars and Venus on a on date. On a date by John, Dr. John Gray. Which actually, yeah, Mars and Venus on a date I think is even better. Yeah. Like I think it's really good. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's, yeah. And especially for just, it's a classic. It's classic. Um, time tested. Mm-hmm. The what I would say though off the cuff is that all we we teach a class called um, being women, hard to get and what, what women, women want, want for in, men and uh, yeah for men and matchmakers in the city and there is a level of being hard to get for yeah. men that they need that we recommend mm-hmm. so even if you're really into a woman that you make sure that you're coming across confident. And not needing her her approbation, her affirmation at every moment. So not, you know, needing her to call you at every minute or needing to to be texting constantly and expecting that kind of relationship, especially so early on. Because women do just like a man would get repelled mm-hmm. by a woman who is too much. Mm-hmm. Women feel that as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. So just making sure that it's slow and steady and you're mm-hmm. building at a good pace. And I say three months is a good time before you make it official and mm-hmm. you really get to know each other in different settings. But do show that you're pursuing her. Make it a week, at least a weekly mm-hmm. date. Two times max, I would say, because you're still building the, mm-hmm. laying the groundwork. But definitely make sure that you are following through with her, that you're calling her and, plan- and planning something, mm-hmm. giving her enough notice. That mm-hmm. shows a woman that you are, are interested and that you are potential boyfriend material. Yeah, and also, I mean, I love that you said just that element of playing a little bit hard to get. Mm-hmm. Because that, like, if you really want to know, that is... If you're a good guy and you do like a woman, you don't want to be showering them with so much attention early love bombing. on. bombing. Yeah, you don't want to love bomb. It's, yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm. You want to really kind of give them, you know, let them miss you. Let them wonder a little bit. Like a little sense of mystery in the air. Definitely. You know, and that's why a lot of these jerky guys, it's called intermittent reinforcement. There's a psychological mm-hmm. term for it. Mm-hmm. So obviously a lot of like sociopaths and bad people utilize this to their advantage. Right. But if you can do this, if you can utilize this strategy um, so a lot of nice guys that we work with, they are just like, well, what's wrong? I text her every single day. I always respond immediately. I'm just so, I'm such a good guy. I plan dates weeks in advance. What is wrong? And it's like, okay, you have to play the game a little bit. And I know that it's like, oh, we don't want to play games. But you really have to give a little bit. So intermittent reinforcement is basically um, not giving, like, 
absolute consistent reinforcement. It's like, you know, you're not texting immediately back. Like, you have a life. You're living your life. You're a busy guy. You can wait a little bit to reply to a text. Um, you don't have to text her every single day. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to not, you don't want to text her not, like, not text her for, like, four days or even, like, three days. Like, you know, once every other day is fine. Um, but, you know, things like this, just these little things do really enhance that attraction um, scientifically it's been proven so mm-hmm. if you can utilize this if your trouble has been that you're a nice guy mm-hmm. and that you're just not getting to that next level if you kind of imp- implement a bit of these strategies you don't have to go swing on the pendulum completely the other way of being like a total jerk but you can take a little bit of oh okay let me let me you know play this a little a little less interested than I would normally be and but at the same time be dependable don't be flaky like do everything you're already doing only do a little bit less Mm -hmm. you know yeah right and just make sure that you're that you have the internal reserves that yes. is are necessary to yeah. just to be confident in yourself and that your identity mm-hmm. is not tethered to what a woman thinks about you. I that love you it. you are strong with, without needing that affirmation. You're a strong, independent man, honey. <laughs> You're a strong, independent woman. Um, beautiful. Okay, so we're going to end um, with catching up with the Contis, just big events that happened while we were away and also, like, what's coming on this week yes. for us. So, well, I was just in Italy on a last-minute trip, gallivanting 16 days in Sicily, the Rome, the Amalfi Coast, Coast and it was magical. It was so much fun. I'm very, and then I was in New York for a couple weeks. So I've been gone for a while. I'm really happy to be back though. Um, but it was such an awesome experience and I had a great time. So that's what I was doing. Um, Christina has been holding down the fort. Bless her heart. Again. Bless her heart. <laughs> We have, thank God we have such a good team though. Like, it's, it's not true. just it's like not Christina just has me, no. so much help. Like, we have yeah. the best employees ever. Mm-hmm. Our team is on point. The matchmakers are amazing. They've, we've had so many successes while I was away. Like, yeah. I came in and I was like, oh my God, success, success, success. Like, so many successful dates and so many dates being set up. So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's very true. And this week, we are, this weekend, we will be yeah. at the 168 Film Festival downtown. And I'm really excited about that. Oh, is it, wait, 168? I don't know. Some film festival. 368. Is it? I don't know. You're the one. You're the spearheader. I know. I'm the one. It's Christina's. My, um, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a red carpet and award ceremony. Yeah. Too, so I wonder what nice. we'll wear. I don't know what we'll wear. But anyway, guys, I have a meeting literally in two minutes, so we have to sign off. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, to follow and keep up with our lives, keep up with the Contis, catch up with the Contis, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. If really you just put in Matchmaker, my name will pop up on Insta. And Christina. Matchmaker Christina Conti. I Matchmaker think. Christina Conti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though you're Christina Conti Pineda. It's okay. It's okay. We'll keep it's we keep Instagram. It. It's been a while. Um, wonderful yeah, and fun. Go on our website, www.matchmakersinthecity.com to learn more and to sign up. Yes. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com. 